Listen up. It's TLDL. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. Greetings, and welcome back to TLDL. Welcome to TLDL. I hate our intro every week. I know. I hate it. Thankfully, we have like the pre-recorded one, so it's nice. Oh, my God. (laughs) It's so... I'm so bad at it. I'm so uncomfortable with it. Mm, I could take Hello I mean, I and wouldn't... welcome. And then I just start talking normally again. Yeah, yeah. It's Fuck weird. It. Fuck it. Welcome. Well, we're here, everyone. Welcome back. <laughs> Episode 11, baby. It's so funny because I'm always looking at the camera and you're paying attention to the audio. I'm, no, I'm just like staring at your face. Yeah. Because I like to see what's behind the words. Ah, that's why the video is good. One okay. day you'll really believe in the video like One I One day when I have an hour of free time, I'll watch a YouTube video. Ugh. Should we shut my window since the crows are crowing? No, that's all right. We'll leave it. It's ambience. Oh, it yeah. just shows... Be- Great. Oh, okay. Ambience, awesome. baby. I have yeah. crows singing in the background. Mm-hmm. Um, this week's been weird. On the internet, I've been a little bit tied into the internet meme culture a little bit i okay. keep my toes in because i think it's interesting things move so quickly so it's funny to see the creativity anyways there was a shootout in mexico of these drug cartels <laughs> did you know about this Ilya? I, um, I have no idea what he's talking about and so i keep like my two, whole leg in the water there's two gang cartel like cartel gangs whatever i okay. don't really know the story behind I thought it you just said there were two gay cartels i yeah, was like hell yeah gay, pride yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pride month um, and this monkey was in, they had a pet monkey in one of the gangs and he had a little bulletproof vest on. That is tragic. It's <laughs> adorable that they even had it. They're like, all these tough ass dudes are like, we're going to have a pet monkey in our drug cartel. I love monkeys. <laughs> and he got killed during a shootout. Well, maybe you shouldn't have a monkey in your drug cartel. And he, his, they named him El Changusto. And there's this <laughs> memorial meme. Mean? I don't know. Oh, okay. And there's this memorial meme of like this, like a, this, <laughs> this monkey with the bulletproof vest and angel wings. <laughs> and it says, rest in peace, El Changusto. That is so sad. <laughs> it's sad cute and funny um yeah except for a real monkey was killed yes that's horrible it's really sad yeah i know but there's so many monkeys wild (laughs) monkeys and well there's so many wild monkeys in brazil you could like we're driving to this like um kind of a little mountain town and to get up there's like these crazy jungles and you could see monkeys swinging in the forest it's like kind of like deer here monk uh, like squirrels but his life still mattered of course that's so sad. Mm-hmm. Put yeah. a little vest on him, makes him a little person, and he got killed. I know. And he was a year old. That's yeah, depressing. One year, less than a year. You've brought me down. I'm sorry. I did not see that on the internet this week. I feel like I've seen a lot of things on the internet, but not that. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. How El was your Gusto. week? Did you do anything fun? Or just not really. scroll just on worked. Twitter? No, I worked a lot. And that's pretty much it. I was going to go to Tell everyone you night. got a second job. I got a second job. Again. Again. I know. Girl, I need to pay. No, I know. needs to get paid for. I know. So Alex is tired and overworked, so we need to make him money. <sighs> yes. Everyone work on it. Yes. Sponsor us. Um, Tell your friends McDonald's. to listen as well. Because yes. the more people who listen, the more likely it is we can get Alex and myself out of poverty. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> It's questionable some days. Some days I don't know how to feed our family. <laughs> Same. My he, family he, of me and, him, me and Gizmo. Um, food, pet food's expensive, man. 
It is. Good cat food. Ilya buys like $70 like fucking bags of cat food here. For his Maine Coon. Oh, gorgeous. I love, I love Stormy. I love cats. I love all of your cats, but Stormy doesn't like me. Stormy's a little shy, but... Very anyway. shy. Um, We were talking earlier how funny it is that you're super open with, like, you're like, yes, be gay. Have, like, eight partners. <laughs> have eight partners. Have threesomes or whatever. And you're... You know me. <laughs> you're so vanilla and kinkless. <gasps> Myself. Yeah. Yes. You are vanilla and kinkless. And I was like, Thank you. where do you res... Like, because with people, I feel like people that are really open like that, they're like, oh, I have a bunch of kinks. So, like, if you have a kink that I don't have, like, I just, like, whatever. Do your thing. I admire them. <laughs> but you don't have any, but you're like, yes, yes. <laughs> I don't have any. Yeah. Why? Um, Because I don't think I need it to, like, um. You be don't push the boundaries. Happy. You don't push. It's, I don't think they, I think everyone does things to bring themselves satisfaction. Mm -hmm. So if you, if it takes less to be satisfied, then I don't know if you're like out there looking for more, but also I think kinks are kind of like being gay. Like you're born with it, right? Like eventually you wake up, you're 18. You're like, I really love yeah, being toes. gay is a kink. Actually, no, you're not. Being kinks, gay is a kink. Shut up. You're right. Shut up. <laughs> kinks are, that's not true. I actually read about this. I think they're formed in your like early childhood though. Like, so I don't know. It's weird. I'm going to stop talking about how kinks are formed, yeah. but I think I don't know anything, but I support it. <laughs> what, I, what I think we can is dive a whole episode a whole on kinks. Episode on kinks, and I'll just learn. I know, but ooh, ooh, ooh. yeah, we have a. I, I have a good idea. Okay. Okay. All right. We'll talk about. You know what I'd like to do? Set a boundary where if we're gonna talk about the bedroom, yeah, we like have. It only in like those episodes, so I can write a letter to my family to be like, dear don't watch father, this. same, same, because like, Ivanette's gonna watch this. all these. Yeah, and I can't. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna make references and anything like that. That's why I was mortified when you kept bringing it up, and I was like, can we stop? No, you're right. Talking I'm sorry. about sniffing armpits, please. Okay, sorry. well that one is funny. It is funny. It is funny. <laughs> um, it was my two year wedding anniversary this weekend. <sighs> Speaking of kinks, commitment and relationships. <laughs> my my kink is commitment. It really ben gets is me committed. going. It is though. Ben is seriously. I love him. Dad goals. Yeah. Husband goals for sure. Super supportive. Ezra is in love with him. Oh my You're gosh. in love with him. Yeah. It's whatever. Amazing. Whatever. <laughs> I am annoyed with him though. Why? Because it was our two year anniversary. Liz, I'm not a big anniversary person to be completely honest. Yeah. 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 I feel like I really love birthdays. So I go hard for birthdays. But if I went as hard for every holiday now that there is like you become a mom and a dad and it's suddenly like another whole ass gift. And mm -hmm. then it's like the anniversary, a whole other gift. Like I was good with birthdays and Christmas. That's, an, that's all I can do. I can't afford to like celebrate everything. So we're like, we're not going to really do anything for anniversary, but he like, so I even went to my little coffee shop job. I was like, I'm not even taking the day off. It's four hours, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And we're going to France in August. We can celebrate then. Yeah. So he posts on Instagram though. And I was like, oh, that's nice. You know, like, let's go see. I'm going to show you the photo that Ben posted on Instagram. Can we post it on this? No, not on the video. You, oh, you can. I mean, For I put YouTube? It on, I, yeah, I put it on like Twitter, but like, I just want you to think about your husband <laughs> posting happy, Is like it? two year anniversary to my wife. Like I love you on his main Instagram feed. Mm -hmm. This is the photo Ben posted of me. What's up? <laughs> if 
there is anything in this world you that hate bananas, why are you eating a banana peel? This why def- are this, your yeah. boobs are like slanted <laughs> for sure, diagonal. This is a straight man. This is a man that you look at. So basically the photo has been standing up. He's about six foot three, looking down at me adoringly. Like he is like, yeah, baby. In love. What had happened was we were taking just like normal photos on this boat. I'm in a bikini, a bikini. (laughs) And my friends were like, these are, these photos are boring. I have a couple of my influencer friends were there and I was like, all right, you dumb bitches. What do you want me to do? So they were like, bend over. Like it's your anniversary. Like pretend to eat that banana peel, a (laughs) banana that my son had eaten. And I'm basically leaning over like sideways with my slanted tits, my whole body (laughs) on display and pretending to eat a banana in front of Ben's penis. And he posted that photo. We've been together for six years. Happy second year anniversary to my wife. Please. I texted him. I said, take it down. I said, honey, listen, I get it. I get you're a straight man. I get that I look really good. That my body looks slamming in oh, that. Amazing. I, I look great. However, I have clients. You have a mother. I have a father. You know, listen, no. <laughs> so he reposted a photo. You can go to my husband's Instagram and there is this photo now. I don't care. I don't give a fuck if I'm controlling. I had a friend text me like, did Bentley just post for you? And I was like, yeah. For fucking sure he did. Oh, my God. Look at his new post, though. He used all the other same photos. But, but a nice. Oh. He had that. That was an option. And he yeah. went with the one of me pretending to, one. like, choke down a dick. I, it was goofy. Goofy. It was cute. It was slutty. I looked trashy. And I don't. I Again, I want everyone else to be slutty. I just, that like. That is weird. Don't. Not on an Instagram feed. All right. I mean, it's your thing, like, girl. Like in public, I'll have fun. And like with my friends, I'll have fun and let loose. I don't, I'm not fun on Instagram. That's not my brand. Yes, I'm not yes. fun. Your personal fun brand. the last thing that anyone would think to define me as. Yes. No. Well, I, I look at your pictures. I think fun. But fun, not like, not like. Party girl. Woo. Yeah. Yeah. Not like that. That picture does give off like party girl. Like I'm going to do any unflattering angle. I'm going to choke know? his dick down. Oh my God. No. I wasn't thinking that with the banana though. Oh, I had a friend text me and go, can you describe this photo to me? Cause it was up for like 45 minutes before I fucking saw it. I was like, your mom saw this. My dad saw this. The world saw this. Yeah. Uh, thank God Ben has like a hundred followers. So like 20 and people actually what, saw it, but I was like, Jesus yeah. Christ, Ben. I guess I would be annoyed too if there was a really unflattering picture. It's the fa- it wasn't even because I did look good. I'll give him that. Like he chose a photo where I kind of look hot, but like not in the way that I would Want. ever represent. I wouldn't even put that on my story. That's like a Twitter photo. That's like a no one you know in real life should see that photo. It's a private photo. <laughs> Fine. It's like you win. he published you win. a pornography. You win. you win. I did. Can we Happy talk about and for Pride me. Month? Can we talk about Ben's underwear? Ben's on blast this week. I know because it's funny. It's so funny. It is hilarious. Oh my gosh. Okay, so when she told me this, I only started laughing after she said it was Pride Month because mm-hmm. it was funny. It made sense. It all came together. <laughs> <laughs> so. Ben went to Target the other day by himself and he hasn't, I don't think he's like shopped for his own new underwear since pretty much our first Christmas together. Cause I always get him underwear on the holidays and like birthdays 
all the time. So he's got You're plenty. Like, Let's switch it up, homie. So he comes home and he always wears boxer briefs and he's like, I got these new underwear. Like I bought them myself. They're pretty cool. And I was like, awesome. Cute. Like, let me see them. And I, he like <laughs> unpackages them. To be fair, there was a cardboard like package over each pair. You know, they're nicely tucked in there. And he opens the cardboard out and has the underwear out and he's like shaking it. And then I'm like, I can see what it is. I was like, there, he bought briefs for himself. And Ben's head is kind of like, he's shaking, he's shaking. waiting for more material to fall. <laughs> he's waiting for the other side to drop and it's not dropping. And I see him like turning his head to look like, where is it? Where is it, Chloe? Where's the underwear? And then I have to light the windows behind him. And I realize as it's flapping in our room that it's a meshed bottom tight brief. Yes. <laughs> Happy Pride, everyone. And I made him, I made him wear them. I said, you're putting those on. Those are yours now. Briefs that's covered in the Mesh front, y'all. Back. And then mesh fucking ass out. And then Target is like the biggest ally. There's no one who tries to be an ally more than Target. Tries is great. Oh my God. Maybe the CEO's gay. I don't know, man. Target is like, they are on a mission to be the gayest of every retailer ever. You walk in there and it's just like gay, 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 black, 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 black. That's their whole thing right now. And I love, I mean, it's better than nothing. Right. But I'm like, you better be partnering You better be paying reparations, man. Like this better. So I don't know if they are or not, but they're gay AF for June. Hell yeah. And Ben is one one of you now. He's in the community. He's going to wear them to pride. It's weird. I don't even consider myself part of the community. To be fair, I don't consider myself part of any community. Would you wear mesh backed little briefies? Absolutely not. (laughs) Never. Never. It actually makes more sense that Ben would wear them. That's true. He's yes. so cute. He has a better body type than me. Stop it. He's very like, he'd be a great gay. Sure. I mean, I think anyone is gay. Like, if you're gay, uh, you're gay. I feel like men love him. Oh. But has he ever like, hit, on, hit on by men? Yeah, but also, as I say that, like, he's just a lovable human. Yes. Like, I, women love him too. For but he'd be, sure. I guess because he's so, like, sweet and feminine, and he's very much, like, an ally for everything too. So well, I feel like people really like him because he does not care about any of that kind of stuff. Totally. Yeah. I love Ben. Like I said, dad goals, husband goals for so, sure. Cheers. To Human ben. goals. Cheers to Ben. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Um, so before we get into our topic today, that sounded fears. like you were about to announce a death. Oh no. Before we get into our topic today, we're going to talk about fears. Okay. Well, like, you know, the little segment that we always do, like, Oh, what's our annoyance or whatever. Fears. <laughs> do you have any annoyances? That you need to get out first. Mm, no. Oh, quickly, <laughs> quickly. Okay, when okay, when okay, you okay. say like when people are walking their dog and you're like, oh my God, your dog's so cute. And they're like, thank you. Mm-hmm. I just picked I'm my like, nose a ton. I'm like, bitch, I said your dog is cute, not you. Why are you thanking for the dog? Can I tell you something I hate too? What? Fuck. I don't want to even say it because it makes me sound like a mean person. And I don't actually care that much. But Same with the dog thing. Yeah. People who like have to run up and pet every dog. Guys, stop it. Stop. Aaliyah, do you do that? I catch a vibe from you. I feel like that's the only time you talk to a human. Like, can I pet your dog? <laughs> <laughs> I have a couple of friends. I had an amazing girls weekend this weekend. All my girlfriends, not all. I have three girlfriends from Seattle come in. And then a lot of my friends from San Diego, we all got together. Alex and Aaliyah both uh, didn't come, even though I invited them multiple times and gave them weeks in advance to plan. They hurt my feelings. Months. Anyway, we had a great girls weekend minus 
TLDL. And sorry. it's fine. I fucking rented a boat. I couldn't even lure them with a boat. I'm sorry. But we'll continue. Yeah, yeah. They were all fucking running after dogs. I was like, all your you? friends? Yeah. I was like, girls, <laughs> you're embarrassing me. It was like every dog, can I pet your dog? Do you need to? Do you- Haven't you pet a dog before? Like, do you need to? We're doing stuff. And also, like, they're doing stuff. Everyone's doing stuff. The only people who want the petting is you and the dog. No one else. Your friends maybe don't. The, dog. the owner doesn't. Maybe the dog. Yeah. The dog. Dogs are weird, though. They want it. Yeah. Every time. I know. But I hate it. It's like, it's not cute. It's not a quirk. Like, go, I have so many animals. Come to my house and pet my animals, but as do not interrupt a walk. Three yes. times, three dogs. We're trying, I'm try, trying to walk a block. It's like, my God. <laughs> Can I pet your dog? Can I pet your dog? Or just like, oh, oh. And they won't even ask right away. So they like moan until the owner turns around. And the owner's like, yeah. And they're like, oh, I have a baby at home. And I love you guys. I do. Oh my God, but you bitch, guys! Stop asking to pet fucking dogs. It's, so, it's just time consuming. Yeah, 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 for yeah, yeah. me. <laughs> That's my annoyance. And I, I will reiterate. I hate when people are like, "Oh, thank you for complimenting my dog." I'm like, "Bitch, I wasn't talking about your goofy looking ass. I was talking about that cute dog." Yeah, you had. I know. Cute dog, and they're like, "Thanks." It's like they birthed it. <laughs> they really do. I swear to God. Did I tell you, Amy? You'll listen to this Mother's Day. Fucking this year, Amy texts, not me, not me alone, the only mother of our company, texts our group chat for the whole company. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Amy goes, happy Mother's Day to all of us dog moms, plus the human mom. And I was like, you are, you are all fucking delusional. (laughs) I was like, fuck you guys, whatever. I'm going to go. I'm going to go be with my (laughs) child. (laughs) I seriously, people need boundaries with the dogs. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. A do- it's like I don't resent it's dogs, but like, stop it. They're not that great. Coming from don't a Latino me. family, it's definitely, and I love my white people, but it's a white people thing. Bro, it's wild. There you know what, meme- though? My really good friend from uh, Vietnam was here this weekend, and she was pretty much fucking crawling on the ground trying to chase dogs. I was like, mm. Trang? Up. Yeah. <laughs> come, to her like come. A dog. <laughs> no, it's such a white the, girl problem. There though. was a Ugh. meme of this cop kneeling on this, like holding a dog by the collar and like has his knee on this dog to stop him. And it, the meme was white people are going to say that we've had it or something like that. <laughs> like that's when we've had You're it. You're right. <laughs> it is, it's a whole white people thing. Yes. Men too. It's like my best friend. And I'm like, okay. Yes. Um, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> So now um, we can get a little vulnerable and let our stalkers really know what we're afraid of. Yeah, so you know how to torture us when you when kidnap you capture us. My mom and the three other of Chloe's friends can When you find it. all of us. Okay, what are your fears? What are your fears? Um Oh <laughs> every week you no, forget. Wa- walking up the stairs <laughs> when someone's behind me. Okay. Even if I don't know them, mm-hmm. I have this weird, no, I have no trauma that I can remember from this, <laughs> but I have this fear and this like anxiety that they're going to grab my legs and pull me. So I like <laughs> just fall down the stairs. So I just get this crazy. And then my friends used to, so crazy. Well, I told them that of course, when I was in middle school and then they just tortured me about it. They'd be like, come and grab your feet. And I'd be like, ah, one time <laughs> I slap my friend across the face and she's a chick. And I just like, boom, <laughs> Hit him and um, felt horrible about it. And then Alex. also, I'm very flinchy. So I have this like weird lingering fear of like, especially when I used to smoke weed, people would be like, like w- you could just flinch your hand and I'd be like, oh my God. Like I would think you're going to hit me. No, 
parents were not abusive like that. I'm, I got spanked sometimes, but never got hit in the face. Right. So maybe I'm thinking just because my brother was so intense when I was younger, maybe something like that. But see, but I don't want siblings. Flinky. This is yeah. why I don't, we don't need siblings. Who? Ezra. Oh, <laughs> you just, you're trying to justify not having another kid. Oh, well, yeah. Every yeah. chance I get, I'm like, and that is why that's the reason. <laughs> um, I can be flinchy, not that flinchy, but like if someone comes up behind me and I don't realize it, I will jump and yell. I Same. would do that at work all the time when I had to work in an office. And it was embarrassing because it seems like I'm up to something, but I was just like, oh, Same. you just came and startled me so quickly. I don't like that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your fears? Mine are easy and they've been the same since I was a kid. I'm afraid of heights. Scary, scary. I'm afraid of spiders. Scary, scary. scary. And I'm afraid of rejection. Being rejected by anyone. Mm, It's, it's definitely lessened now for sure. Like that was like my top major fear as a child. Oh yeah. That day you thought I blocked you. (laughs) You're like, I thought you blocked me. The difference now though is like, I will just like make sure I'm not rejected, you know? Yes. <laughs> when I was a kid, I was like, oh my God, they don't like me. They're and now I'm like, why forever. are they being weird? I'll find them. <laughs> Got it. But a thought does come like, oh, he might have blocked me. True rejection still really scares me though. Like someone telling me like they don't want me because like of who I am. Like I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. Rejection uh, sucks. But yes. I used to be way more sensitive to it. Like yeah. I really needed approval and acceptance, but it's less now. Yeah. But that's it. I mean, it hasn't rejection- changed. Feet, heights, and spiders. spiders. One time when I was... Fuck ye- that. Don't talk about spiders. Um, no, well, it was... It's not about... It was a situation where I was scared of spiders. I also don't like cuts, open flesh wounds. I don't want to hear about Ooh. people's injuries. Mm, I nope. never want to hear no. about it. Hell yeah, no. I, no. I see people, they like to watch like surgeries and like nope. pimple popping. <sighs> no. Gross. I don't want to hear about... I don't want to hear about your injury ever. I never... I don't think it's fucking funny. I hate it. Or like... It scares me. Yes, totally. Oh. One time, it was me and my ex, we used to live in this room where like our room was like half of it had a roof that went like that. So half the room like came oh, slanted. I yeah. don't know how to explain Well, that. it's just like it has a slanted roof. Yes. And then like our an bed was, style. Uh, yes, our okay. bed was under the slant. Okay. So like at the high point. Yes. No, the low point, the like low it was against point. the yeah. wall. Totally. Got it. So it started okay, okay, like, okay. yeah, yes. halfway in. And then, um, no, well, even lower actually. Yeah. Like so to the wall. Above the us, there was floor. like the, the, the slant would go up. And then one time there was a spider, no. spider crawling there. And then no. I was like, I'm just going to kill it. Is that all right? And he's like, yeah, sure. So I went to slap it oh, and no. I slapped right under it. And I was like, boom. And it fell on us. <laughs> and we're like, ah! it was nighttime and we freaked the fuck no. out. No. It jumped on us in bed. No. Still never found that spider. Dude, a bug, like just a flying bug was like hit me in my face last night when I was laying in my bed and I was <laughs> so mad. I've never had that happen to me before. It just like flew into my face and I hit my own face and killed it on my cheek. Fuck that. Yeah. I don't oh, know what yeah. it was. I just got rid of it and went to bed. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't a spider. Yeah. If it had been a spider, I wouldn't sleep in that bed. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> my friend, she was like, she used to just pull over, stop in her car in the middle of the highway if there was ever a spider in her car. She would not care. No, I yeah, wouldn't terrified. handle it. Well, Terrified. <laughs> I'm sure I would handle it, but it wouldn't be in a safe manner if no, I were driving no. and That's there was I mean. a spider. She'd stop on the highway, slam on her brakes while she was driving in like the middle lane. She wouldn't even care. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. Just jump the fuck yeah. out. Yeah. No. Oh no. I would. Yeah. I'd like the door would open on the freeway. <laughs> <laughs> you just. <laughs> I'm out. I'd rather die than spend any time alone with a fucking spider. And tarantulas. Some people are into. Okay. So I've heard that tarantulas exist here. Yeah. Oh yeah. Fuck that. I mean, no. like a, like a, uh, Stop. like a squirrel. 
You'll see it. Like, no, I won't see it. Really? No, I will not. You're terrified of tarantulas too. They are, aren't they the same? They're not spiders, technically. Right? Okay. Am I wrong about that? They're eight legged. They're, They're eight legged. Or arachnids. Arachnids? Arachnids. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Fuck that. that. Those are my fears. Mm. I appreciate They're you triggering. sharing yours. I will try not to pull your feet out from under you. Mm, please never. While do. I have like four stairs, <laughs> I'd have to like sprint to try to get your foot. <laughs> I live in a split level house. You know what's funny? Sorry, we have such a long intro today, but. but our- Episodes about ADHD. And that's what we have. So this is a clear representation. Um, So do you remember, did you ever play the game of life? We're playing it now. No, no, no. The game, the the board game, the game of life. Oh, I was like, (laughs) do you remember playing? I'm like, yeah, like a past life thing. No, I haven't. What the fuck? Where did your head go? Well, okay. So everyone else in the world has, so no big deal. So the game of life was a board game and you would draw your fate basically. So like how many kids you have, what kind of house you live in, your salary, and you'd go around. It's kind of like Monopoly, but way more fun and way shorter. Um, and one of the houses you could pull like the shittiest, I don't think it was the shittiest, but like second or third shittiest house was the split level house. And I was sitting here the other day and I started cracking up cause I was like, Oh, I live in a split level. Like in the game of life, that was like, uh, you didn't make it. That was like, your life is going to be an average to sad life. I feel like nowadays it's the opposite. Architecturally, it's kind of in to have a split level house. Oh yeah? I think so. The high ceilings. Love the high ceilings. High ceilings and like it's connected to the kitchen. I love this setup. I I like it too, but I was like, is that just because I grew up like not having a really nice house where I'm like, this is such an improvement. Yeah. Cause I agree. I love my house, but I will go to other people's houses and I'm like, Oh wow. Yeah. 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 You're rich. And like, you've got a very nice house, but I like my house. Yeah. Your house is gorgeous. It fits me. Okay. That was all (sighs) ADHD. Y'all what a fucking journey living with ADHD is. Mm -hmm. I'm exhausted. Sometimes just talk, just talking to you. Sometimes I'm like, shit, bitch. I'm fucking (laughs) exhausted. (laughs) Thank you. Because I have ADHD too. So I'm like, <laughs> I feel like I'm spinning And self-diagnosed out. for most of your life. Self-diagnosed for most of my life until very recently. Oh yeah. 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 And yeah, yeah. Well, and what was the book called? Your, we'll go over it later, but you mentioned it earlier. You're not lazy, stupid, or crazy. Yeah. That moment you just 20 minutes ago, yeah. you mentioned that. I was like, I've literally been those are the three words that I've been just hammering in my head. And I'm like, but I have motivation. I was talking to the therapist guy. I was like, I have motivation. I ha- it, like, he's like, do you lack motivation in the morning? I'm like, no, I don't lack motivation. Totally. I don't lack drive. I can go do things that like, you know, whatever, but it's just the focus part. I, well, it's really easy to be motivated when you love the thing you're about to go do. It's a lot harder when you don't like it. And that's a big symptom of ADHD is like you can hyper, you're hyper motivated in certain areas of your life. Um, and then none at all in others. And like, you could never give that same energy to something that's boring to you as you could to something that's interesting to you. So it's actually, so for, for, for context, cause we just jumped the fuck yeah, in. Sorry. Sorry. Um, yeah. I was diagnosed with ADHD in the third grade. So I was 11, mm-hmm. I believe. No, nine. I was nine. Um, so I've been, I've had it diagnosed for almost 20 years. So I was not self-diagnosed at all, which I, I actually think that self-diagnosing is great. I would never diagnose someone else, but, um, you obviously need doctors to like also diagnose you and whatnot, but 
I don't know. I've changed a lot on self-diagnosing where I was like, that's wrong. You can't self-diagnose. And for some things, I don't think you should. But when your brain is at stake, you know yourself more than anyone. So I think most people who have self-diagnosed themselves with a, you know, neurotypical or sorry, neurodivergent disorder usually end up having it, which I think is cool that we're like aware of it. Totally. And sometimes it can be complicated. Like some people have bipolar when it's borderline personality or the vice versa or whatever. But I think it's important. And then you did bring it up because you do have experience with being ADHD as a kid. You were like, you might have ADHD. And I'm like, no, no. Like at first I was like, no, because that's like, you know, I don't want it. I mean, we talked about this last week. I was just listening to the MLM podcast that we dropped. And, uh, in the intro, we talked pretty heavily about ADHD. Uh, it's going to go, it's going to go flow nicely, but I mean, this is current. Yes. This is recent. Very recent. Yeah. Like I have to come to terms really with it. i still haven't really honestly processed it in a way that really feels real. Mm -hmm. I just have an awareness of that it's a start uh, it's a start it's a which start. is great it's a good yeah. shift yeah yes but yeah i mean i mean when i was younger i thought that that's just i was just yeah i literally thought i was um slow i don't know if the, right. the politically correct term for it. i just thought i literally had a mental issue that wouldn't allow me to learn though i knew i was smart I knew I was smart. I, and this is, I mean, maybe people can even relate to this. I knew I have interests and I'm smart and I know how to like get into stuff that I like doing, but it's like the small monotonous things that I can't get myself to do that, uh, that allows you to excel in what your interests right. are as well as, you know, I mean, even just regular focusing on, you know, normal things, cleaning up your fucking room. Yes. It's all. It is. It's pretty funny. And I think the reason ADHD is something that's kind of easier to self-diagnose is because we are such stereotypes. Like there's a range, I guess, uh, yes. but it really is like, I actually made a reference to Alex. I was like, how long would it take you um, to get new car registration? <laughs> and he was like, not long. And I started, I was like, so you've never like been there and then realized you left, you know, the crucial paperwork and had to go back home Bro. or you put it off three weeks. So you know what I mean? Yeah. She so, literally said exactly what fucking happened. Yeah. Literally what happened I, to get to the closest place to here is 35 minutes away so i drove all the way there and then when i got there they were like yeah you're gonna need this and i was like oh so i came back home came back and they're like so you so where's your title and i'm like oh this is my title they were like this is not this is the last person's title (laughs) you've never switched your title and i was like oh oh shoot so i was like and i i was just very open i'm like yo i don't know what the hell i'm doing please let's just you know but those things at that time without considering ADHD or whatever, what did you think it was? Why did you think life was so hard on you? Because you were just dumb. dumb. Yeah, that sucks that people go through life. So the point of today's episode, we're going to talk about our experiences, some of our treatment, um, like medication, therapy, whatever, routines. But what I want to get across, because it's going to be a more conversational episode, we're not bringing in like an expert or a doctor. Um, We're going to talk about it. I really want you guys who are listening maybe and also feel stupid, lazy, crazy, dumb, whatever the word is for you, unmotivated, like you can't do things like other people. I want you to hear this and, and we're not telling you you have ADHD, but something's not clicking. It's, it's not that you're lazy. Very few people 
are just lazy, truly, truly lazy. just like don't want to do anything. Most people are very frustrated with themselves. Um, so I want to, you know, maybe at least encourage you guys to go to therapy. <laughs> That's <laughs> the every theme. episode. <laughs> um, and then also if you are diagnosed with ADHD, I think it's going to be a good episode to kind of be like, yes, <laughs> yes. Like we'll validate you because we run the gamut of ADHD. And then, um, if you are so neurotypical, congratulations. That's, Congra- we ap- applaud you. It's amazing. And like, I'm at the point, I love that I have ADHD. I really Same. do. But I've, you know, I've had 20 years to kind of really hone it in. But hopefully this gives you empathy and understanding for maybe people in your life, like a brother or a spouse or a parent who has it and like always shows up late or forgets to do simple tasks or Whatever feel it is, like and if you feel like it's personal, maybe this will give you a little insight that God, we're trying so yes. hard and we hate ourselves more for it. Like, it's like we're trying. Um, so, yeah, I think that's the goal of our episode is to kind of uh, resonate with everyone who's on the spectrum, whether it's you or someone you love or if you're questioning. And another <laughs> symptom that I learned recently was yeah. bad quote unquote bad memory, which is not actually bad memory. It's lack of focus when someone's talking. So you've t- called me out on this. You're like, you never listen to anything I'm saying. I'm Hundreds like, of times. or you're like, or you forget everything. I'm like, it's not that I'm forgetting. It's that I'm sitting here listening to what you're saying. And then I start thinking of other stuff, but I'm looking at you and my yeah, mind I trails know. off. I, I know when you've stopped. Oh my God. <laughs> it's funny that you say that. So active listening, let's just, we'll, we'll dive in yeah, as yeah. you say stuff that I can kind of like pick up on. I'll share my experience with having had the knowledge I have ADHD because I have all of these traits that you do, but you just didn't know what was wrong with you. I knew what was wrong with me, which is a fucking privilege because most nine-year-old girls especially do not know they have ADHD. Most girls who are ADHD or autistic don't know until they're in their 20s. Guys are usually, it's easier to diagnose them. They present more like hyperactive and things that we can pull straws on. So this is going to be our experience. So- in terms of active listening, it was one of the biggest things I worked on in therapy because that is one of the biggest struggles I had, but I did this again in like the third grade. So I would have to, like my therapist would talk and tell me a whole story and I'd have to listen and repeat back like the details. Oh, oh yeah. How old were you? Exercises. So those might've even started before my actual diagnosis because Active listening was an issue for me, or listening at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but at least nine, probably younger. Wow. So, so that's, that's crazy. something that's yeah, like yeah, yeah. that there are um, remedies never... for that. Practice not, you know, listening and holding. And I interrupt a lot. Yeah, um, you do. Oh, yeah. But you know what it is for me? Yeah. It's how I listen. And I know that sounds counterproductive, but if I ask questions or if I clarify or if I connect it to another story, I'm like, oh, what he's saying makes me think of this. I remember it. Alex, there's almost nothing I don't remember. I know. I know. Girl, I know. The only reason why you wouldn't know something is because you interrupted me before I could say it. Yeah. But if I say it out loud, y'all, I'm surprised. I'm like, wait, wait. How did you fucking remember? I don't even have. I, I, there was so many times that this happened. I don't even have. An You're not even in my active mind. talking. Yeah. You're just like <laughs> fucking floating, man. Bro, I'm telling That's you, when so I was younger, funny. no one is. Yes, because I'm. I'm not even active talking, and I'm not even remembering that I told you something, yeah. and you told me. And I'm like, wait, wait, what? How'd you know and that? It's, funny for me and frustrating and i wonder because you've said before like maybe people interrupt you 
because you think that they don't think what you have to say is important or yes. whatever. I think honestly, and this is just totally being honest. Sometimes I just have no idea what you're trying to say to me. <laughs> like, and, I, this is funny, but it's so, good. It's, it's so good funny. And if we're learning and I'm learning too, it's actually, I feel like I've had to become aware of what it's like and empathetic towards people who haven't known their entire life that they have ADHD. And, and I am, yeah, I yeah. always oh, am like, okay, sure you have are. not had therapy. You didn't even know you had this, like, okay, it's fine. But it is frustrating sometimes for me who has the same thing you have, but I'm like, can yeah, you just can learn? Yeah. But it's not that because I have, I, I, I was diagnosed so young. Totally. And also just to preface before we even get into all that, I come we're from a background. It, with, yeah, we're, we're in just, it. We're but, just but, here. but like, I come from a world getting into this. It's, was a little uncomfortable for me because I do have a major um, like resentment towards the medical industry, yeah. which ties into talk therapy, counseling, mm -hmm. diagnosing medication, all these things. I'm like, I have a major wall and I do understand that medication, talking to someone, all these things, these are all really important and they do work really well in a lot of situations. As in any industry, there's a ton of corruption and that's just stuff that I'm It's like a bias learning. against it. Major yeah. bias. So this is a world I'm coming from just for people that for sure resonate with that. Like, oh my God, getting on medication. Oh my God, talking to a counselor. Oh my God, yeah. going to a hospital, getting a diagnosis. Because a lot of people, especially in the medical world, I'm the natural health world. They're like, you can't tell me who I am. Like I have ADHD, but that's like, you know, they think that. ADHD is almost fake. It's just like, it's totally. a, it's a, which I do understand how in our society, we don't really prep people into l active listening and all these things. So it can turn into an ADHD um, symptom in the future. But then I do also think that there is wiring that happens just like pre it's a, it's a rewiring thing for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. So I, I don't know. What, do you want to go into like kind of our histories and experiences growing up first? Do yes, you want to? For okay, sure, we'll talk sure. about that. Okay. So when I was, I was in foster care for six years and because of that, when my parents finally were able to adopt me, my birth mom had relinquished rights finally so they could adopt me. And my dad adopted me first. Um, and they had had, they had, both of my parents had known me since I was, my dad had known me since I was six months old. <laughs> my mom who adopted me has known me since I was two years old. Mm -hmm. um, she was my social worker and he was my oh. foster parent. So they met through the CPS system, Child Protective Services. So it was very clear to them. I mean, I started therapy at two years old. As soon as my mom came into the picture as my social worker, she was like, this girl needs to get into therapy. I was really advanced with my language. Surprise. Surprise, surprise, surprise. I need to read more so my vocabulary grows, but I'm good with words. So and I was typing. able to talk and typing, you know, Come on. you know. Um, so my parents had me tested uh, because of the foster care and also signs, you know, like obviously I wasn't totally acting like a normal child, but the foster care made it so that they could get funding to get these things tested. So I actually at nine, they do make you wait a little bit, right? Like, you can't send a five-year-old in to see if they have ADHD. You need to of wait course. a little bit longer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So nine was a good age. Um, could probably do it a little bit younger, but I was a week long assessment. 
and uh, it was very expensive. They also tested my IQ. They, that's when they tested me for autism, and I found out I have dyscalculia, which is learning disability, ADHD, um, and then some other personality things that would affect me, my IQ, and all of that. So the reason I was tested so young wasn't necessarily because of my behavior, although I think they knew I had some behavioral issues. It was because I was in foster care. Of course. Most people don't, and and that's not lucky, but like it was, I was lucky because of a disadvantaged situation. Yes. So that's why I knew. Whereas, so I don't know, what was your childhood like? And did, did you find yourself frustrated with yourself. Oh, you know, like yes. what was that? Cause I was frustrated with myself too. I, it's not like you just fucking flip a switch. I hated how annoying and bossy I was. I did not like these was? personality traits. Oh, oh. sorry. <laughs> just kidding. Oh my, oh my gosh. gosh. Just kidding. No, I, know, I, know. I know, but seriously, no, you're good. You're, now I think good. it's kind of funny. People love and accept me. I was so annoying and bossy <clears throat> to the point where like, I did not have friends. Like even children didn't want to be around me. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, get over here. Move that. <laughs> My God. I've had to do yes. quite a bit of soul searching. So yeah, that's, I guess, so that people know why was I, why, why nine? Yes. That's why. Yes. Because I had, I had extenuating circumstances. Totally. And really quick, I, like the, oh, you, the, the kind of bad thing was you were in foster care, but you, the pro of it is that you have that I got the, pushed up that yes. once once people showed an interest in adopting me which is the other part there's a lot it's just yes. sad I got lucky yes. my situation led me down a path that worked out every step of the way considering what it could have the been. circumstances yes right. so it's like yes I've gone through hard stuff but I, I cannot express enough how lucky I am I feel the same thing about being gay like having to like go like the downfall like the how it can seem like a impairment in this life being born that way but i'm grateful for it yeah 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 and then also with the adhd diagnosis i'm like oh hyperactivity in the mind is not bad it's a beautiful thing it's oh my god i would not be who i am yes without this neurodivergency so i'm grateful for it (laughs) me too when i was younger and i had no fucking idea until literally very recently right extremely frustrated like Sucked at school. Yeah, same. Horrible at school. <laughs> Great at like relationships, but then at a certain point, I just got so frustrated with myself that I just kept my relationships into a tight little group. Grades sucked. Didn't understand. There's also a lot of other things happening, like identity issues, just like not knowing what real group I'm a part of. Totally. Well, That's, and that like, has yeah. There's like, a lot of community. I don't feel stuff like there. I don't feel like I'm a part of like white culture, but then I'm in Brazilian culture, and I don't feel like I'm part of the church culture. That, yeah. And I'm not. And like I just felt detached everywhere. So a lot of that, which probably plays a little bit into the ADHDness as well, and then also being. Um, hyper creative, right? But having no idea what direction to take it. Yes, that's the, a the gift. gift. It's just is like the ability to create, to create, and be able to like, yeah, to produce. And for a creative person, which you know, ideas come all the time, million billion dollar ideas. But those follow through moments that we struggle with so deeply when you have ADHD, especially untreated. 
let alone untreated, undiagnosed, like not even aware of why you're you're like, why do I have these amazing ideas that I can spend hours thinking on? But when it actually comes to execution or emailing the person, it's like, there's 10 steps you have to take and only three are interesting. So the other seven, it's It's like, like, well, then I guess I won't do it anymore. And it's like, fuck that. So that's hard. And that's why I feel so empathetic because I'm like, Oh God, I get it. You get it. And you've extended a lot of grace for a lot of my (laughs) procrastination in the beginning of this project. And I'm like, surprised. I'm surprised at how you're like okay yeah that's just finish the reel when you can and i'm let's like let's just get it done and i'm at home fucking quaking like why can't why can't I... you just do it yes you want to do it but you literally can't y'all no i get it come on you're not lazy so i actually jumping ahead a little bit yeah. like that's why so i hadn't been taking my medicine and we've talked about this in other episodes so i think i was totally off by 21 i'm 27 now i'll turn 28 soon so about six years without mm-hmm. any medication uh adderall and I, again, due to the tools, due to the therapy and whatnot, I feel like I was really able to prove to myself I could do things without Adderall because I had routines. I, you know, know how to actively listen. I write things down in my calendar. I set calendar reminders for everything because I knew I would fail if I didn't. But this was from 10 years of tools that allowed me. But I did get so busy recently um, and not just busy, but like my dreams are bigger my passions are larger and um, they spread further. And I realized I had hit the maximum amount that therapy routine, healthy ish eating, you know, whatever that is could do for me. Um, and that I needed my medicine again. And it is like, you take for me, I will, you know, I took my first dose again after six years and I was nervous about the dependency or the addiction. And it wasn't like that anymore because my heart and brain were in the right place. And I have in the last five weeks, since I started taking this again, this is both of us are going through a transition here. Um, it's like my brain turned back on and I was Mm -hmm. like, Oh my God, how the fuck have I been so successful the last six years? Because if I've been been able to do that with a mindset change, the world is my oyster. It feels like. For sure. For Um, sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I get that, that it's like, I wanted to do things, but I just wasn't, I was, or I was procrastinating. Like I always do it. Same. I mean, I've had a couple of businesses, video projects, it just, it does. It, you can get somewhere wherever, you know, it, you're li- you, but you are limited to a certain degree with how far you can really get because of that. Yeah. And it's, yes. it's very, very. And that's very, true too. Like you can even start something want more, cool, but there is like a threshold that you're going to hit where it's like, I cannot handle more. I can't trick my brain. And I'm saying this having the tools yes. and you did not have any of the tools or even the awareness of the of what um, defines ADHD or what to look for or, you know, and my anything. Th- yes. And my thing is always going back to nature, natural health, nutritional therapy, all these things, which definitely ended up working in my favor oh, over the years. Very helpful. And um, was able to, you know, I can retain a ton of information now and through like a significant like black and white diet shift when I was like in my early 20s when I started like cooking for myself, really researching into nutrition and nutritional therapy. Um, it took my mood. It, it was mostly mood mm-hmm. went from night and day where like I cut out any sort of refined anything. I like only ate <clears throat> stuff from like, you know, that was totally natural, organic, cooked everything at home, never ate out. And it shifted every, like I, like it would be like a medication would. So you did a lot of, you knew there was something to, that you wanted to change, but you maybe couldn't sure. like 
and put I, a, a definition on it or whatever, but it, you were making active choices to like try to improve anything, hoping yes. one of them would land I, on what the issue was. Yes. Until right. recently, I didn't understand it was actually neurodivergence. It wasn't yeah. a chemical, like a, a physiological thing. It was well, the way not, my yeah, brain's you're not wired. Like, again, I said it at the beginning and to come back to it, most people aren't just like lazy. Most people aren't malicious. They're not late because they want to be most people. There late. are... I'm not late. I'm just kidding. <laughs> He's never <laughs> been late a day in his life. Elliot just rolled his fucking eyes. I don't, <laughs> have you kidding. ever... No, I know. Say, I mean, say, you've, say you've been early. I was going to say, have you ever been early a day in your life? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's just like certain situations that I One don't. in ten. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. I've, I've been early. Social? It's just like, mm, what yeah, are you earliest stuff? to? What would you like get out? What are you like getting ready for to make sure you're on time for? What are the things in your life that you were like, I got to be there on time? <laughs> <laughs> I just show up. So oh, like, I'm dying. I'm laughing. I wonder if we could track for it. For work, for like, not for work. <laughs> not all the time for work. No. Oh, that's no. off topic. We're yeah. not allowed to talk about that. But, um, yeah, I, yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. I just think there's so many things never, like, that we as a, uh, as a people of ADHD, um, do and yeah. don't do. And it is so predictable. And it's just funny how predictable we are, but what we can do with that and the creativity that can come out of it or the ideas or the leadership. Um, I think we're so, we think outside of the box. So I'm not trapped into like this little bubble of what I should do and what I'm restricted to. Um, that is a gift that no one who doesn't have ADHD, like anyone who isn't neurodivergent, I guess in that way, they, uh, I don't think they can accomplish what I can accomplish, but the all alternate is, is it's harder for me to accomplish anything period. So the, the big goals are really hard for me, but they, someone else might not have those, like that creative vision, but they could probably accomplish it if someone like told them what to do. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's, there's amazing sides of both. Yes. It's just, a, it's well, like I said before, for me, it was always the lack of awareness that it was a neurodivergence. Yeah. That like, I have a huge goal. I would love to walk down the street and random people recognize me, but that's a, such a huge goal that you do have to break it down into these little like practical steps where you these start days, with, yeah. yes, and, and move up, up, up. And that's what I was missing that my brain's not organized yeah, like that. Things aren't transmitting it's, the right way. It is all over the yeah. fucking place. Maybe I need to do this. Maybe I need to do that. And like, it just, it's, cr yeah. Anyways, for, so you don't even have to have big goals to understand that. Like the, but it is most people, I feel like with ADHD tend to be the people who yes. do. So I think we're preaching to the choir here. Yeah, I think people sure. are going to hear that and be like, oh my gosh, what, whatever it is, that's hard for you surprisingly, like we had, you know, we have our company and I built um, my website for ANC events. That's crazy to me that I could do that, but it's something I was interested in. So it's yeah. like every person struggles with different sides. For me, it wasn't the website, like things that someone else might struggle with. But for another person with ADHD, let's say they're like a full-time artist, like painter, oh, the website yeah. might be their worst fear. Because if you don't have an interest in something, and then you just won't do it. Mm -hmm. And I, that's how I've described this to people before. And teachers who've been super well-versed on ADHD have, you know, helped me realize this too. But it's like, if I am not interested, AKA homework, I just won't do it. I, I, I have me. to love every element of my job or it's not getting done. I have to find some interest. And that's why wedding planning, I think I'm so glad it fell into my lap and oh, podcasting yes. because I love to talk. I love to plan. I like the day of, I like the behind the scenes. 
But if I didn't like every aspect. Hell fucking no. Nope. Yeah. So it's an interesting like. What do you do now that you've, that in the past you couldn't get yourself to do? Since I started taking Adderall again. Yes. Um, it's easier for me to do things early. Oh, I would okay. always meet deadlines. Like I was never late to a deadline, yeah. but I would procrastinate until it was time. Yeah. Um, but now I'm doing things like early and really more thought out. I've also noticed with my creativity, because I'm not overwhelmed with the first like level of things I've thought of, I can knock those out, get them done. And then I give myself time to see like a second layer of design that could happen. And I have the time and wherewithal to make it happen. So like my designs, it's like I unlock a new level each time I get the first part accomplished. Mm -hmm. So I just think my work in general has elevated so much. I'm I have less time where I'm overwhelmed about the things I've procrastinated. So that's just free time now that I can go on Pinterest or YouTube or anywhere and learn a new skill where yeah, I'm like, Oh my God. That's so amazing. I have yeah, time yeah, yeah. to research and be better because I'm not procrastinating. Procrastinating was my hardest. That was my most significant ADHD um, issue. Yeah. Procrastination. And it's what's cool is that you can still get somewhere it, it's like you can still get somewhere with these like negative traits of procrastination and not being able to get up and do stuff. Unmedicated. And, like, the, yeah, you unmedicated. can force yourself you if can. you have you or, know or, the tools. I guess. Yes. God. Or, but it it doesn't. It, you can do more. Like for me, my biggest block with like Adderall specifically right. or Ritalin is it's medical grade meth. It's very close. <laughs> it's amphetamine. It's very it's, close. It's coke. The molecules look very similar yes Yes. it's a very strong stimulant yeah amphetamine well it literally says amphetamine on it i just want to be real with that that's the reason vivance ritalin and adderall and it's funny that there's not a lot more there's very few options Mm -hmm. if you have um adhd but yeah no it's strong i mean i went off of it for six years i had a dependency that was out of control that was like getting up to take a shower no that's crazy um when I started taking it again, it was with a different mindset, but it is strong and you have to, that's the thing. Like people who buy Adderall off of people makes me nervous because Mm -hmm. it's like, you need a dose from your doctor that is, that goes with, you know, your your weight and your body type and all of that. And it needs to be considered. So it's just, it's a risky drug and it's yeah. I worry, you know, I worry about it too. It's not like it's just this carefree thing for sure. Caffeine. I've known plenty of people that drink so much coffee that they've developed kidney stones off of Isn't it. Isn't it crazy? There's like people that have heart palpitations from drinking too much uh, in drinking alcohol. Oh, I get There's heart so palpitations. There's so many uncontrolled yeah. substances <laughs> that it's like that's the main thing. Is like, well, my my brain was like, oh, it's an amphetamine. Yes, it's an amphetamine. That's very true. We're not sitting here at a party snorting lines. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's a controlled s- substance that you take. And um, the stimulant helps with brain function. It's considered actually a nootropic. I don't know if you've ever heard of that word, but caffeine is also a nootropic. Okay. Nicotine is also a nootropic. That all adds up to me from my experience. Theobromine is also a nootropic, which is a brain drug that helps, um, you know, stimulate brain function. Okay. Again, if you have no fucking tools, I drink coffee all the time. It doesn't help. No, because you have to know where to put that energy. Like you can't just, yeah, it definitely goes hand in hand. You need medication. Although 
Adderall a little more than caffeine will kind of rewire someone's brain to where even without tools, they can start to focus on things they couldn't before. But with therapy, like combine it with like even not even therapy necessarily, but like read a book, like listen to podcasts on it. Um, Read. There's so many gimmicky ADHD books out there, but they really work and they're usually written by people like us. So they're kind of silly, but you get it. You get that you have to have a sense of humor about it. And, um, yeah, it's just, and it doesn't the, need to be, it doesn't need to hold you back. Totally. I forget the woman's name, but the lady that developed um, CBT, a cognitive behavioral therapy, CBT. Yeah, I've done that. She um, has, it's like, it's not just, you don't have to wait for your therapist to, though that would be a great thing for a therapist to like have you start doing, but you can read books on CBT and um, apply some of the practical stuff oh, into yeah. your life too. I really think with ADHD, there listen, like I've been, I was in therapy for a lot of things. So Mm -hmm. I got the advantage of being able to go to therapy specifically for my ADHD. I know a lot of people who just, you know, have a three month check-in with their psychiatrist and then, you know, get new pills and they aren't really going weekly for it. Um, because it does do its job for someone with ADHD. Like UK pretty much is, it's a pretty good bandaid. I will say that the therapy really helps, but it's not like depression or suicide or an affair in your marriage. Like you don't necessarily need therapy with it. I'm always going to promote that, but there is so much research more for men, less for women, um, out there that you can collect those tools. Once you have a name for it, there are tools to like live with ADHD. That like just you saying there's a name for it. Um, my shoulders relax a bit. Cause I'm like, I'm, getting you're not stupid and you're not that, lazy yo it's such an oh, like because it's the and the you're not inconsiderate because there's yes. so many words and it's true it yes. seems inconsiderate and i guess that's why i want to talk to those other people right like people who don't get this at all and it's like and you, you feel you like fun? you're a shitty person like why is this so hard for you to like you know go do your registration or whatever example um we can't I don't know why, but it would rather, I'd rather jump into a pool of sharks than update my passport. And I will literally do anything to avoid it, whether it's doing the dishes or scrubbing a toilet. I will suddenly come up with a new business concept, (laughs) literally, and follow through on that and get an LLC before I'll just go and take a passport photo. Yes. Can't explain it. But like, neither can your friends that are frustrating the fuck out of you. So it's like just what I would say. And I think for everyone, if you have a good group of friends, if you're a good friend, tell your friend, hey, I don't know what it is, but I think maybe you have some sort of like, I don't know if you want to say learning disability or cognitive, you know, difference whatever it is, but maybe you should talk to a psychologist about your patterns that you have. And maybe like, you don't have to say you have ADHD, you have OCD, you're borderline. Start with just help and start, which I really appreciate with you. Start with something like, Hey, I noticed you're hyper creative. You're this. Yeah, I love that. Start with all the pluses. Cause that's what it is. It's all it is, is, is oh, really the so pluses. Many benefits. Yeah. You're hyper creative. You're super motivated. You have all these great ideas. You work super hard. I think you may have ADHD and I'm like, shit, bitch. Well, and I try to say too, like, I think for you, it's kind of obvious to me, but <laughs> Damn. No, no. But you are like, I mean, yeah, you're like the, you could be like the token child for it, for sure. Like you kind of hit every box. So my husband just recently got diagnosed with ADHD and so did my other business partner, Amy. And so I don't know why all of us 
Literally. You're surrounded. You're surrounded. You're cornered. And I am one of you, but I'm just like watching you all as adults get diagnosed. Another really good friend of mine, she's in nursing school right now, or she's getting her PhD, uh, adult diagnosis with ADHD. Another friend just got diagnosed with OCD. Um, another, I, all, all of my friends have it or are being diagnosed and very few of them as children. So welcome. Mm-hmm. I was privileged to know that I had this as a female, especially because girls are super underdiagnosed. Um, but I, it, it's just funny cause Ben doesn't mark off every single box. Mm-hmm. He was actually a pretty good active listener and he, he could remember things, but there were other things like not remembering people's birthdays or sending a card, even though it's every year, every year you would want, you'd need to get someone a card at the same time. And every year it's late. And I, but it was so little that it took me like four years before I said to Ben, like, I just like, either you really are lazy and that's what it is. And you're forgetting because you don't care. Or maybe there is something with you because you presented it so differently than me. Yes. We all present it differently. Yes. But he was. Female, female. He was way harder to read. So it's not like I'm sitting here like telling all my best friends to go get checked out for no reason. Yeah. But it is interesting. And you. They all have ADHD now. You all do. And and you're not. I'm so grateful at how unhostile you were about it because you <laughs> have every right to be hostile sometimes when you're like bro we need a fucking instagram reel and i'm like okay yeah i mean like it's hard it's and not even check out like i don't i don't even have an explanation no, your brain of what, shuts down there's yeah, no explanation i don't even have an explanation of what i did instead yeah i wasn't just laying around i wasn't just it was just i yeah it's crazy no it is so yeah. and then amy presents it differently too so yeah. hers was again i think hers was more similar to yours in the sense of like uh just like having an amazing idea and then very little follow through sometimes, but I knew she wanted to. So it's like, I never resented you guys. Um, Ben was the hardest for me to read. I didn't think it was that at all. And then for Amy, I didn't, I didn't really think it was either. I also don't know when people are gay. I think I'm just kind of like, I just vibe until someone tells me me. straight up. Yeah. You were like, are you gay? I'm like, yeah. yeah." Oh, and I'm like, do you, do you take medicine for something? Like, I just, (laughs) I don't know. But, um, Amy, I didn't suggest at all. That was all her. She went in and, um, was kind of talking to her doctor about things. And yeah, that wasn't me because again, I'm not out here. I'm actually not trying to like diagnose people, but it does so happen. I attract People like me. Yes. It's interesting. Almost totally. all of my friends are neurodivergent, um, really, truly. Yeah. Very few are like normal. And if they are normal, they have massive anxiety issues. And, <laughs> may, and maybe this is just like you <laughs> are. Yeah, from behind the camera. <laughs> may, and may, maybe again, this, I said this earlier, it's like, I don't know if anyone is truly normal No, mentally. I think they are. I, I just don't think again, we surround ourselves with them. That's maybe it. I just don't know. Yeah, maybe you're right. I think they're like really nice, normal, normal people. Now, everyone has something, but, but the like majority the of the world of are at. not ADHD, OCD, borderline, Quirky, whatever, whatever. No, pre, no, no. Yeah. They actually are just like normal. And sometimes like, oh, I lack motivation. So I did my book report like an hour later than I said I would. And I was like, an hour? I didn't do it until three in the morning before yeah. I was fucking due. So yeah. You remember those dioramas? Did you ever, ever have to make dioramas in elementary Sounds school? familiar. Like cardboard cutouts and you'd like oh, make rooms. Yes. It's like a 3D model. Every 
time I had to do a poster board, a diorama, a book Me report, too. I would pull all nighters in like the sixth grade. And that was Me with too. Adderall and therapy. It's still because you're a kid. It's harder when you're a kid. And I way like overdid it and it came out like shit. Like one time we had to do a, oh, a house. it always looked horrifying. And I did it. Uh, we had to do it cardboard. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to step it up a notch and make mine out of wood. And oh, it's going to be huge. And I'm going to come did in. Did you finish it? And it couldn't even fit in the fucking Oh, you door. finished it. I it looked like shit. Well, yeah. It looked like, it was Been just this there. house with the roof. I'm like, I don't know. And everyone was very confused. Everyone had this <laughs> stuff on their desk and I had this push a desk over and yes. put this huge thing. Just like the amount of times ideas. people have been confused by my ideas is like, un, I can't, I couldn't count. Great ideas, no context, no execution. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. amazing. Like that's. But it's awesome that you thought that way. Like most people wouldn't even think that way. It's it's funny because I, yeah, I think as an adult, number one, adult ADHD is different than children ADHD. And I For think sure. the biggest part of that and how it's twisted in my life um, is that I just, you know, I get paid if I do the things I'm supposed to do. I think that's why school is so hard for me. Like, why the fuck am I making a diorama? Yeah. Literally. Yeah. I have so many better things to do at 11 than cutting out fucking stickers for six hours. Like, that's like, bullshit I want to get me. paid, bitch. I want then. a reward. I want an incentive. That's another great thing for people with ADHD or if you're confused and you think you might. Incentivize fucking everything. Bro. It's really helpful. Give yourself a treat. As I, soon as you finish something. Oh, that's, that's good. Cause I, I couldn't I, as a kid, I was like, there's no treat. So I, I would just wouldn't do it. I suck at acknowledging myself for anything I do good or bad. I just like, really don't, I will bad. I will beat myself up for, but yeah. I like will be fine. I remember one time my mom was like, you have eight cleaning clients lined up this week. And I was like, yeah. And she was like, that is a lot. And I was like, Oh, I never stop and like, I'm doing a good job. Oh, Amy this and I never good. stop to assess this our is, like client totals. And yes. then we're like, oh my goodness. And you're like, this, we were 60% we more this that, year. And those are ours. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, it's it's hard for me to even have a reward because I don't even know what I'm re like rewarding myself for or what a reward Money is. Money is a good reward for me. So that like is a good blanket reward. So I work hard. I do things on a deadline. I get paid. For someone with maybe chronic adult ADHD, that, that isn't even something that's good. Sales wasn't, you know what? That's actually funny that you say that. It makes me reflect. When I was in sales, that wasn't my reward. My reward was making customers happy. And it is still, there as a go, small yeah. business owner, since having Ezra, money has definitely shifted as more important because it's a third person. Um, yeah. They're very expensive, especially when you want to give them everything because they're so cute. So I actually will agree with you. Until recently, money was not a huge motivator. Even when I made it, the yeah. motivator was the relationships and the people and serving others. Yes. Now, though, I am like, obviously, I still love that. That's like my inherent lifelong. I love serving others. That's it. But now Same. money is more important because of the child. Yes. And also, I'm getting older. I just am accepting. Yes. I like Same. more luxurious things. I like to be comfortable. I don't, if you think about the houses like we all lived in in college, like bathrooms that just did didn't flush for six weeks, <laughs> shit like that. And there was never toilet paper. We just, people just like lived like that Yeah, and didn't care. So as you get older, you care about more things. You care about your comforts. My back hurts. And I'm more, much more vocal about wanting to be comfortable. Yes. So money's a motivator. Same. But if it is not for you, because it wasn't for me, you got to find something. Yes. Whether you're 12 or 28 or four in your forties, you've got to yes. find and Incentives. you have it. You for sure have it. For me, I walked around numb to all, the, again, no awareness. What do you think now no that awareness. you know that you have ADHD and you're like going to try out medication? Yes. Um, 
but on, you know, you have to do the routine stuff and the incentivizing and active listening. What do you think is going to incentivize you? For sure, what you said about serving people, I love, even in the coffee shop job, just oh yeah, ha- like ha- having a good day, and then seeing people like with their kids out in public. They're like, oh hey Alex, blah blah. blah. Having relationships with people, seeing their kids grow up. Yes, seeing, that is it for me. That is how I keep my friendships. That's and then the reward there. When I hit twenty nine thirty, I was like, oh this, I need to be breaking in some more motherfucking. Oh yeah, money. it hits more motherfucking. You money. realize you're like, oh I'm running out. I'm not running out of time really. But you're not running out of you time. You do but, feel that way. Yeah, but I'm yeah. like by thirty five. I need a house yeah, or yeah. at least to be in that process. Yeah, you know for what sure. I mean? And then like, I, I need a partner. I need that. I would like kids, like yes. a biological kid for a gay man is not motherfucking cheap. And ethically, I, a, I, I know a it's few like, friends kind of who would surrogate for sure. I, it's so funny. Every time I bring up a side note when I'm like, yeah, I need a surrogate mom. So many women not have been me. like, so many women be like, Oh yes, of course. Yeah. Oh yeah. You're like, I'm done. This is close. There's no, you could tell me you were dying of cancer. And the only thing that would cure you is me having your child. And, and like, I would say, Oh, I miss you. Nine months. That's well, we can do, we can pre-record for a few years. I would do anything to not be pregnant again. I mean, we'll really, <laughs> I would just, nope. We'll keep the brand going no, after I'm dead. No, I think it's really sweet that people offer that. Yeah, yeah, it is. But anyways, back to neurodivergency. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I think that yes, is, it's a that's more of a mental illness, being what? willing to give birth than what I have. <laughs> Fuck that shit. Fuck that shit. Oh, God. But Ezra was great. Is great. He's amazing. And the pregnancy was the worst and I hated it all. Yeah. Afterwards was fine? Yeah. C-section was great. Yeah. No, I think uh, there's a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of learning that you're about to go through and Mm -hmm. I'm excited for you. Same with literally Amy and Ben. I feel like all my like life partners in the last six months just found out they have ADHD Mm -hmm. and I decided to start taking my medication again. Um, and it's, it's been helpful for me. I mean, even with all the tools and the knowing it's the procrastination stuff, I, I simply couldn't, Yeah, I just wouldn't do it. And I, I didn't have a word in like, I don't think my clients know that because I'm also, you know, I draw pretty hard lines. Like my deadline is weeks before it's actually would need to be done. And I did that to protect myself. So yes. I knew I could wait till the last minute, but really we're doing stuff weeks early. My yes. weddings are planned so early. It's never affected a client, but now it certainly won't be. Yeah. Now it's like, oh, this is now easy. Like I can do double the stuff. So I'm really, I don't know. I'm really excited that I'm yeah. medicated again. I'm excited. But it's been a weird journey. Yes. I'm excited to see what the future holds because I've already accomplished so much of what I wanted to do. Being super self-deprecating, mm-hmm. my inner dialogue was I'm crazy. I'm lazy. I'm dumb. That's so sad. My inner dialogue <laughs> is it. that. You I know what I mean? That, yeah. I know. It's like, that's my, it, that's, that's why it's I like, feel, there's other people have this thing that I don't have. Yeah. And it's like, I feel like if I hadn't known that I would like, if I hadn't been diagnosed, I'd feel the same way. Totally. And like, yeah, I mean, and yeah, I immediately, like, so recently I, experimented i got a diagnosis from a professional which was <laughs> way too fucking easy we should you know what yeah we should talk about that in a pharmaceutical episode the how easy it was to get the meds yes because i think talking about it too much today delegitimizes the fact that we deserve medication but we both have no. experiences having yes. doctors push meds at us so yes and that's, also, that's a part of this you have to almost self-regulate but we should for sure yeah but dive I'll, into that for sure and um, that's, 
everyone knows. So you experimented. Knows. For, well, yeah, everyone you knows adults. that that's a thing. Yeah. And, um, so we're not uh, here we like, also, oh, go get it. It's so easy. It's like, it shouldn't be as easy as it is. You really should have to be like, for but you sure. definitely have ADHD and, and I, I definitely have ADHD. Exactly. So it's like, so just because that's the case doesn't mean it was a wrong. Doesn't mean we're not like, allowed to take it just because it's yes. abused. So I yeah. tried it. I tried it one day and I was like, at the end of the day, I was like, so I had like layers of emotions, right? Mm-hmm. Like, cause, and I took, um, it was a, uh, 10 milligram, uh, extended release Adderall, which y'all I'm like, there's so many things that I'm like, like so much self dialogue that's happening because I like experimented with a medication, which that I can, we can do a whole episode on, right. but, um, it was crazy. I was a little bit embarrassed that like, that's because it was very aware what my issue was stopping focusing on that one project finishing it finishing starting it. the next one finishing it i still to, struggle with that even but yes it's, yeah and then but not to a debilitating it, point which is what we were at before yes finishing it starting another yes. thing finishing it and within a project obviously there's little projects yes. my project oh, was yes. starting my project was starting a short youtube channel for us like a, a snippet channel you for did highlights. so much and that day I did, <laughs> and then i got our podcast on Apple Podcasts, and then I got it on Google Play, and then I started the Highlights channel, and then I did all the snippets for it, and then at the end of the day, I was a little resentful, embarrassed that I could, I'm like, is I couldn't do that in the past without this, and then also just went through all of these emotions, which is interesting because being unself undiagnosed for so long and then started some sort of treatment, some direction. Right. Um, all of a sudden brings all these things to light. And um, yeah, it's crazy. It's How like, did this you sleep like, that night? Do you remember? Um, pretty, I mean, I never really have trouble sleeping. A lot of, okay. A lot of people who have trouble sleeping, I guess, and this is, yeah. I've been, you know, I don't really know for myself as much, but a lot of people have noticed when they're diagnosed as an adult and start taking medication, um, you rest better because you're actually accomplishing the things in the day that you want. So you don't have that anxiety. Oh. So a lot of people have ADHD and anxiety, their anxiety almost sometimes for some people, you don't actually have general anxiety. You just have ADHD, but you're so anxious about all the things that you have not done. That's and me. you know, so your anxiety goes away. And some people who've been on anxiety meds and then are finally diagnosed with ADHD, start taking that medicine and stop taking their anxiety meds. Now I and, do have both <laughs> legitimately. So I take both, but some I, people it's like, it is that miraculous. Yes. So the day after, sure, it was yeah, and I wasn't a, on I my medicine that day like, that you did all that. Yeah, I woke up the next day and I was like, oh, the accomplished like, everything that I wanted to do that I did and finished. I woke up the next day and I was like, I felt a sense of relief, like at peace, at, a little bit of relief. I was like, oh wow, that is what it's like to say I want to do something, finish it. And again, I've done it before. It just isn't all spread out all these ways. And then I don't even get a time to stop and congratulate myself because it's so spread out. And feel like, oh, I did that. Yes. You know what's funny? I have a little warning though. I wonder yeah, if people oh, who who you can, can relate easily to this. Abuse it. <laughs> but okay, but no, no, no. Not even the abuse part. Lighter than that. Cause <laughs> one of the things that annoys me is this time around. I don't really want to take it every day. I want to take it every day that I need to, an admin day, work yeah, oh days, yeah, for sure. but like social stuff. I'm going to try not to take it. Um, I just don't need it for that. I don't need it to be social. I've spent the last six months, six years being social. 
So on the days I do take it and I'm like super hyper-focused, I'm on my computer and my brain is working and things are clicking. And then I'm like, I'm going to start a new project for myself because I can handle it. And then I'll have a day like, I'm like, you know what? I don't really need to do much on the computer, just a couple emails. And then I realize I'm not on Adderall. And I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, mother fucker. So I have this whole thing thing I have to follow up on. And then I'm like, God damn it. So you do, you have to rein yourself in even with the Adderall because we're still creative and impulsive. So you have to be like, no, you do have to sometimes get yourself to concentrate on that thing. And it's so much easier to do, but there are times where I like run out of my thing to do. I finish my task list and I'm like, well, let's start a merch company. And it's like, no, 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 let's not, let's not. And so rein it in because I don't want to take it every day. And and maybe someday it'll get to that point where I'm that busy. Yeah. But right now I'm trying to take it like maybe five days a week. And I keep kicking myself because I keep making plans. Yes. <laughs> like I wanted a rest today. Yes. But so you just, you know, there's balance in all things. Nothing's a perfect solution. You still have to monitor your behavior. Of course. It's <laughs> not a miracle. That. It is not a miracle pill, but it is for sure t- was almost black and white of what the, how I noticed my, I, I'm like, I, I don't, I don't even have an explanation for it. It's just like the way I wanted it to be was what was manifesting. I was like, Oh, I'm here. I'm doing this, bro. So, I will like be doing that on my days off. I'll be doing something. And I'm like, Oh, I have to start cleaning the kitchen. Right. And I'll start to clean the kitchen. I'm like, Oh, but I have to finish this. And then, yeah. and then I'll try multitasking. And it's just a little, at the end of the day, work. half the dishes are done. Nothing's finished editing. Yeah. It's just so, a hot mess. Something I want to make an, a comment on is, you know, people, I, I think a lot of people have taken Adderall who don't have ADHD, who took Ooh. it to party or took it for an essay. But the reason like to, to write an weight. essay, no, to, oh, to lose weight. Oh yeah. So many people I take it just to lose weight. Yes. Yeah. Um, still do. Um, but they'll like, you know, someone who is like neurotypical and doesn't really struggle with homework or classwork, but there's an essay, it's going to take extra time. They'll take it for that, but they don't really need it. They could write it anyway, but it's, you know, it improves, it, it does increase their speed and like focus. Um, but that is so different than someone with ADHD taking Adderall. Yes. Um, yes, it gives everyone like a little bit of hyperspeed, but for us, it literally, it's like a, a lock and you just like a little like you've cracked the code to a lock where it's like everything click, 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 click. Yeah. Like it the, wasn't like you know, smoking meth. Not no, that no, I've ever smoked no meth, but, but it is more like that for people who are neurotypical and they're yeah. like, I don't does crazy things for me too. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You don't understand. Like <laughs> you, you don't, don't get, get it. it. Like you we cannot do our car registration. We cannot remember Listen. an interview. We can, whatever it is, we cannot remember to text our friend back. Like, yes, you take it and you might be on hyperdrive and that's, that's fine. You did experience something, but it is not the same. We're not doing like, the same thing. We can homie. just do what you finally are able to do. And that is what it is. And I think other people need to look at that too. Like you're on Adderall. Oh, you take Adderall. It's like, yes. So that I can like get up on time. Totally. Like so that I can, whatever you struggle with filling out forms, doing homework. If you're in school, um, it is not the same. You're not just taking Adderall to be a crackhead, you know, like yeah, 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 yeah. don't, you know, don't, I, I just want people to remember that it doesn't mean that you cannot become dependent on it, mm. but typically you won't. Typically yeah, yeah, people yeah. forget to take their medicine, yes. who have, you know, ADHD. So just clarifying, we react differently. Yes. This is not a one size fits all. This mm-hmm. is for people with and, ADHD. Yes. And I, um, was that was something I was a little scared of because it there is amphetamines in it that I was like that was one more fear but it like I said y'all 
a controlled it's meant for you. Yes. And a control you can get, I mean, any uncontrolled whatever, you could just take any any sort of fucking drink a whole bottle of tequila. You can fucking do there's so many things. It's how where you where you're at before you go into it. Which I I'm grateful that I'm I experienced experimented on I me mean, it's not experimented like it's a whatever i'm trying it now and i've only tried it twice so it's we'll not like happens. we'll yeah. see what happens it might not even be the solution it may just increase my awareness and but then just that's being what it open is. to it is so being, good to try uh, like you deserve healing we all deserve medication for whatever our ailment is i'm impulsive so like once I figured out the adhd thing was an issue oh I was you like, have never set an appointment so quickly Oh my God. He was like, I have a, I have an appointment. I got rejected by two other people, but the third person, and I was like, it's been 12 hours. Yeah. I like, I was like, Oh my God, this is the answer. I, I like, I'm like getting chills just thinking about it. No, I can see like, you. I was going to say you have goosebumps because earlier I'm when you started you, talking about Adderall, I'm telling yeah. you, it's so, I, I just it's beat med- myself It's medicinal forever. for your brain. It's not this crazy crack, whatever. It but is it's just the a law. diagnosis. It's the key. It's not even know. the Adderall. It's yeah, a diagnosis. That set yeah, you didn't have any free. of it. That's so true. For yes. me, I just got back on Adderall after not having it. For but me, knowing it is, it's yes. everything for it's you. It's everything. Because I'm like, I'm yeah. trying to fix it in all these other ways rather than the one thing that was right in my face, which was like, I tried exercise, diet, hydrating, which all nootropics, which nootropics, all which, is, which is, all are great. Yeah. Well, it's funny you bring up, I hadn't heard the term nootropics, but like caffeine, whatever, I, cocaine's the same thing and mm-hmm. a pretty funny, so I don't, I don't like coke, but- I know a lot of people figured out they have ADHD through doing coke, like in college or at a party or whatever it was, um, because they took it and they were like, I got to go home and like go write the essay that I've put off. So cocaine doesn't, I've tried it once. I didn't like it. It wasn't for me. Snorting it? Yeah. I mean, that's the only way you, I mean, either if you're smoking it, you're doing crack. So good point. Yeah. Baby. I had an ex-boyfriend to say this. He was like, one time I smoked cocaine and I was like, like so you, you did crack? Smart. And he was like, no, no, I smoked cocaine. I was like, you, you did smoke crack. crack like, you smoked crack. Honey, you, you smoke crack. Yeah, you smoked crack. He was like 18. I was like, okay, well I got to get out of this. <laughs> um, he's a lawyer now. Cheers Ooh. to our judicial system. Um, <laughs> but I, I do know a lot, like that's kind of a trope where it's like, oh, the person does cocaine one time and figures out, you know, they have ADHD because it does nothing for them. They're not like, I mean, they are up, but like it, uh, they go do the task at hand. They go do all their dishes. Bro, you know? I'm so mad. I'm, I will never forgive myself. Just kidding. I will. But, um, yeah, I, I get chills because the diagnosis, it set me free. Freeing. I'm, I feel I love that. relief. Yeah. Finally. I'm like, There's so oh. many books, Alex. Ugh. There's so many books. And I would say, so I read all the kids books, like being a girl with ADHD and also puberty. I was like, oh, I want to kill myself <laughs> rather than read this. But yes. now I'm like, oh, I should read some of the literature. I saw there was one that was like, oh, I forget the title, but something about like remarkable something ADHD women. I was like, Oh, I could read this. Like I could read these things and mm-hmm. like learn a little bit more about myself as an adult. Too. Yes. I don't want to know that I have a diff. I didn't think that was my issue. It's like, I don't want to know that I have an issue. I it want- is funny. It's deficit, isn't it? Yes. That's funny. A deficiency. I don't want to well, know it that is, I'm though, deficient. Deficiency and attention. It- that's true. It's yeah, honest. It's tech, but in the word, there's efficiency. So that's where the you cognitive block was. Like the but connotation the, was honestly, too heavy. When you said you're hyper creative, you have all these things. This is this is not a bad thing. That's what I was like. Oh, so it's not a deficiency. It's actually a positive thing. And it's just different. I think it's different. Yeah. You are. Yeah, you're deficient. 
or whatever deficit in attention. But yeah, it doesn't like it's not this huge implication for your whole being. Yeah, but that's it was an unconscious stigma that I had against the word and against myself, I guess. What do you think? um, For me, again, I've known I'd known for so long, but like moments that stick out to you now that are like, oh, my God. It's so clear that like this is why I struggled. I know you said oh, school, which cleaning like, business. Here. When I had the cleaning yeah. business, I was like, because I wanted to scale out, but I'm like, and I was learning a lot about it, but I wasn't able to execute on any of it. Again, I Got couldn't it. even tell you what I was doing with my time. I don't really bullshit. I don't have a TV. Right. I don't play and video yet you games. You still are able to kind of wander around. I'm still yeah. able to fucking bullshit all yeah. the. I need can clean a little bit here, do a little bit of that and nothing ever like laser focused. So that's thinking about it. Now the cleaning business was an amazing idea. I made money, dude. Right. Which is amazing. I charged a good amount of money and people never hesitated. I was good at it. I could go into someone's house, quote them. No one, I never had a bad review. And um, that was it. Like I, that's one huge thing that I'm like, but oh, it, it that could have turned into been an more. It should have been more, and it wasn't because because yeah. I my attention. Yeah. yeah, mine was definitely yeah. Mine, like I said, procrastination always. But before that, like you know, in high school and children, we just children are hard anyway, right? Like we're going through so many emotional things and learning new things, and everything's new and crazy. So children who have ADHD, including myself, it's hard. Yes. You're weird. People don't really like you. It's a big reason oh, for social yeah. skill issues and. I was just so eager to please, but didn't know the right way to go about it. Yep, like yep, it was, yep, yep. it was hard, but as an adult, it, it, it does get easier, but socially, yes, it gets easier. You thrive socially. Um, but yeah, other shit needs to get done. And of course. I know it's, it's a learning curve for life. Cause it does change with different stages. I think it presents itself differently. Another note I have, like if anyone listening, whether it's anxiety or any of the medications out there that you're considering, uh, you can take them and then you can stop taking them for a time that goes, that does not go for people <laughs> typically who are like bipolar or borderline personality. You do need to take your medicine. If you're feeling better, it's because of the medicine. It's not because of you don't go off your medicine. However, for people who have like situational depression, like your parent died, you go on antidepressants or you're pregnant. And so you go on antidepressants, course, yeah. you can go off of them and see like, do I feel okay? Have I reached a stage in my life? I had reached a stage where I needed to go off Adderall and I, I came back to it six years later. I wasn't dying without it. So I think it's okay to go on and go off and change your mind. I never thought I would take Adderall again ever, but I got yeah. so busy. I was like, oh no, I, I actually could use this. And it's been wonderful and easy and not, not addictive. Yes. Um, but yeah, unless you have a medicine, like you're, you know, being treated for cancer or like a very maybe like split personality or whatever it is. An and they say like, Hey, whatever, like you yeah. need to stay on this. You have to stay on it. Please do listen to your doctor. But as a general statement of people who are like, I don't want to take it and then never be able to not take it again. It's like, well, likelihood is you'll, you'll be able to not take it again totally. if you don't want to. So just try it, try it once. If your doctor agrees, you know, like it's yes. okay to ask and then, and then step back. If it's not for you, great. But totally. I just, I feel like people limit themselves because they're afraid of the potential. And it's like, you don't have any idea what the potential is until you try it. So good point. I know and that's like a it. word of wisdom from having been medicated and, and, and sometimes unmedicated my yeah. whole life. Hmm. I, hmm. I love that. I really do. It's yeah. not so black and white. It is not totally. That's what I'm learning being. It does not have to be, it could be a combination of all of it. 
natural, pharmaceutical, holistic and it's balanced right like it should be i think yes if if we're taught anything in life it's balance and you know eating like people are like you can't eat anything bad it's just the amount you eat it's the same with our mental health it's with everything there there is balance it can be found sometimes your medicine doesn't work the first time like sometimes people and this is more speaking to the crowd with depression or anxiety adderall and adhd are pretty much like peanut butter and jelly like you're if you have it you take it you're gonna feel great that's pretty much nine out of 10 times, but like antidepressants, there's actually like, you know, 20 options versus like five. And some can do the even worse. But it's like, so you should, you know, be open to trying again. Maybe Adderall isn't for you. Maybe Ritalin is maybe Concerta or Vyvanse. So just be open, talk to your doctor. If you don't like your doctor, if you don't trust your doctor, get a new doctor. You are not married to them. Like you really should be comfortable and feel listened to and they should be asking questions mm-hmm. about your health and not just peddling drugs, yes. which we'll get to that on a different day, I think. <laughs> yes, yeah. first, oh, first, yeah, let's sure, just, girl. Totally different, but yes. I love having ADHD. I think it yes. is the reason that I now am as enigmatic as I am. It was hard when I was a child. Mm-hmm. It was hard. I don't, I feel for kids with ADHD, especially girls. Um, but I'm so grateful I have it. Same. And I'm so grateful I have the tools to realign my brain to make like those dreams come true. Yes. Um, and I love, you know, I love people with ADHD. I, I kind of surround myself Hello. with a group of people that are creative and think outside of the box and are impulsive. Um, and for all of you who don't have it, congratulations. We congratulate you and one I more time. And I do have a few people I like that, you know, don't, but... Yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's not a downfall to me. Once once totally. you're an adult, you, it can be just, I don't know. It's a good thing. It's a gift. Yes. I'm grateful. I feel like I'm taking a step towards a direction. Again, it isn't even the Adderall. It's the diagnosis. And now we want to learn. Uh, exactly. What steps can I take? Where is this? This is opening a whole new fucking world for me because it's like, yeah, because there's a lot I want to do. There's still a ton I want to do. There's, I want to make this get big. I want to, you know, do but all the things. But we need to post reels. But we need to post fucking reels. That's week, the reality. At the same time. Yes. Yeah, I know. I know. And I, I, I know. Yes. Yeah. You know. And I want us to do this. Yes, totally. And you want to do it. But it's like, I, I, I think you have the bigger dream even. And I've got the smaller dream. I'm like, I want to post a reel. And you're like, no, I, I, I'm getting it. But you're it. getting it. And now it's aligning. And then the big dreams, I, th- I mentioned this in one of our other podcasts. I'll dream big when I think that's the next step. But I am going to focus How- on the next step with full faith, maybe. But it's a maybe. It's, I'm not really thinking about it until it's there. Yeah. And I follow my intuition, too. And I think that's another gift of like not but being super But you do typical. have, at least in the back of your mind... You, you are shooting big. I'm shooting big, but, but my focus is on is the, what right the now. realistic yes. next step. Because if you're like, if your big goal was to just be like the the best wedding planner in this town, like you would be doing things totally differently. Totally. But you do have this like. Overarching bigger, goal for yes. sure. But and yeah. you're shooting towards. I force okay, myself yeah, I to that. focus. Yes. On I'm, the now. I'm learning that. Because that's on, the baby. only way we can get there, I think. Yes. But Foot high five for high that. High five. <laughs> no, I uh, I'm excited. Yes. To see we should do like a check-in. Yeah. In like six months. We'll do an ADHD check-in. Yeah. Mental see if there's check-in. difference. I, you, the social media is gonna have if it has stories every day, 
we're probably taking our medicine. If it doesn't, <laughs> we probably didn't. You know, like now you can kind of see. Yes. But we're trying on, on Tuesdays to upload, and we have been recording on our days. So I'm proud of us, but I think it can only get better understanding like how we work. Yes, for sure. Hell yeah. I don't know if I missed anything. No, I just, we covered a good amount of time. You feel I like it? Yeah. Interpersonal relationships. Do you feel like it's affected that? For sure. Yeah. Oh, for sure. It affects everything, and it gets better. We can. We'll do a, a dating slash relationship one episode soon, marriage, all that. Cause we, oh, yeah. that's a good one. And, you know, I'm married to someone with ADHD. I have ADHD. He has ADHD. So uh, it'll come up again, even if it's not like the topic. But I think we should for sure dive into like anxieties with relationships and follow through because it's tied to what's going on up here, but relatable yes. to everyone. Yes, for sure. I think my anxiety definitely comes from my ADHD for sure. I think so. I get anxiety from not being able to follow up with stuff or like, yeah, I, that's mostly it. I mean, I mean, well, other than like find, some situational stuff. Yeah, but yeah. It's always situational in the sense that I'm always not following up with what You're I like want. Scrambling. To my mind. And so I guess, yeah, for the people listening to this, we're like, maybe I have something going on up there. Um, you know, telehealth is super, it's super popular. I would say don't. <laughs> if they ever try to sponsor us, I guess I'm kicking us, but better help. Don't do it. Don't do better stupid. help. Yeah. But, um, yeah, there's like telehealth programs through whatever state you're in. I am doing life stance. You do need insurance, I think for that, but, mm. um, you can take assessments with psychiatrists and then you'll get a psychologist or a nurse practitioner that'll kind of follow up with you. You can go in. Um, and if you don't have insurance, there's still options. Like is there's usually co-pays, but yeah. Did quotes before, but it is definitely attainable. I know the and hardest thing for an ADHD person is to make an appointment. So, they make it very easy, but now. maybe like ask they your friend too. You know, very easy, and we'll get into I a why. Ben how make how my easy. appointment for my Adderall. Oh, I, I was anxious. I, I was, was like, a, just to help me. I just do it for me. It, it was just for. I just wanted to get diagnosed. I just wanted to know what was going well, on. I had already and been he, diagnosed, yeah. but even even knowing that. Just making the appointment, just yes. to just to talk to a doctor. I was like, oh, I don't want to do it. And they then make it so, oh, it's, so for it's a, easy though. It's yeah. smart for people. It's actually a really good business model in the sense that they make it super easy for people with ADHD. They're just like, press this button. What do you think? When's do the, the online save? route yeah. for the easy stuff because you start trying video, to go in person, it gets hard. It's video, in, which may seem like it's not personal. It, it actually was personal. I'll explain my experience later, but my nurse practitioner loves me. Yeah. And it's, it, it was great. Just, I just really needed the diagnosis and I'm, I'm very grateful for it. And, um, yeah, don't feel weird about, um, about going out of your way to do it. There's, it's really not being neurodivergent. I like that word. I like it too. It's not, um, it's not a deficit. There's no deficit. And in it the also word. like spans over so many different types of yes. neurological stuff. It's not ADHD is just like the one tiny, tip of the iceberg. yes, yeah, totally. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. we hope you enjoyed that. Yeah. Oh, our outro. We hope you feel however you feel. Yes. And um, yes, yes. yes. More on the journey Cheers on my part. Cheers to ADHD, Adderall, and to you normal people, cheers to you. Cheers to you, Cheers host. to you. Um, I'm happy life's been easy for you. <laughs> <laughs> My idea for the outro. Yes. Have you ever had it? Do you experience any, because this is supernatural We're stuff. jumping. We're jumping. We're, We're jumping, done. jumping. Thank you for listening We're to jumping, that. Jumping, jumping. But um, <laughs> supernatural stuff. I have, have not just, had any like intense experiences myself. No, yeah. unfortunately, 
Yeah. Well, Unfortunately. Because I do believe in, I don't believe in any religion in particular, but I do believe in something. For Sometimes sure. some coincidences happen where I'm like, it's, it's life is showing you something in such a specific way uh-huh. that I'm like, whoa. And like some people get like hunches. What? Some people, sometimes I've been like literally like, I'll talk about the whole, that's a huge story. But, um, uh, what? well, one time I was at my house and I was with me and two friends Okay. and we, my, my cousin had a sleep paralysis episode. Oh, a week I used before. to get that. And she, it freaked her out so much that she talked to me about it when we were in like downtown Boston, we met up and she was like, I had this really weird, like nightmare the other day and blah, blah, blah. She started telling me about how she get get, these crazy whispers in her ear. And she was like, her body was like, like there's this wind that was like lifting her body. Well, she was out of body looking at her body and this wind was blowing. She was getting this crazy demon whispers in her ear anyways. So that happened. And then she was telling me about it. And she slept over, her and a friend of mine slept over my house. We were all hanging out. And there was the drum set in the other room was playing by itself. All of a sudden, this blue light shined. And there was a picture of all of our family members on this wall. And a picture of her fell off the wall. We heard something running up the stairs. We were just... Oh, that's crazy. So this that happened in my old house. Actually, a lot of weird shit happened in my old house. Really? Um, I definitely think places are like... Can be, yeah, or whatever you want to call it. But but again, I don't believe in. I believe in something. I I don't exactly what it is. Yeah, I don't know exactly what it is. But yeah, um, so stuff like that's happened. Dreams, dreams. I my friend died last year. One of my best friends, and he came up to me in my dream, and he was just sitting there talking. And I was asking him about his death. I'm like, how do you feel that you died about like this way? And he would be mortified knowing he overdosed. And he was like, yeah, dude, it fucking is. Not the way I wanted to go, but this it's wow. kind of heartbreaking, but blah, blah, blah. And he's like talking to me in my dream as he was in his his self when we were like in like the begin the end of high school, like first year of college. And um wow. yeah, so experiences like that, and then like you wake up feeling like a little better. And I always have questions. I'm like, I wonder how he feels. And it just happened in my dream. So stuff like that. I yeah, my mom's only appeared in my dreams like twice ever in yeah. 10 years. And they were both when I was pregnant, but pregnancy, you <gasps> get wild dreams. But yeah. I did think that was special. I don't really remember what it was now. I didn't write it down. I don't know if I've had a lot of <sighs> otherworldly interactions. Yeah. I don't think I have. I've tried. You're like, very grounded. Like yeah, but earth, I've you're tried. in the earth. Yeah. I want it. Yeah. I don't know if I just don't think spirits are talking to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is too bad because I'd really love to talk to a spirit. I mean, we've done like, my friends and I in high school would like sit in circles and like do prayers or like, you know, whatever, trying to call back Chanting. the dead. Yeah. Didn't work. Um, didn't work. No. <laughs> and I just, I feel like I have some worldly intuition and like deja vu and people talk about like what that really means. But I have had times where I think someone's pregnant or things like that, but then I'm like, they can be explained away by fact. So I don't know. I'd love to hear about other people's supernatural experiences that are way more exciting (gasps) than mine because i i haven't had any that would be fun if you guys could write in okay we'll do that yeah oh yeah i don't know i wish i have family who's like my my grandma she did pass away in 2020 and that was eight years after my mom died and she was ready to go as soon as my mom died she was like i'm out i want out i don't want to be here but in those eight years 
she would have, like, she'd lose the remote control and really lose it. Call. People would look all over the building and then she'd walk into a room and it was like sitting on the bed. And like my mom used to always tease her by like misplacing her things and do stuff like that. And so she would be like, Carol, like give it back. And then it would like show up like in a, like on her bed. And she'd have care workers had come and looked for it. And then Whoa. like light bulbs were burned out and then they were fixed and like changed totally new ones. And it was like, she didn't do that, you know? So interesting things. I've had my aunt say they've seen my mom. Almost Whoa. everyone has seen my mom except for me really. And I wonder if I'm like closed off to it. Cause I don't think I am, but maybe I am. Yeah. So I want to hear about other people like ghost stories. Cause your mind does immediately go to what factually can explain Totally. It. I love yeah. to explain things away. Yeah. Same with That's like, I mean, you're very grounded. Like you're super of, you know, you understand what's going on politically and socially, everything that's happening uh, here. And for I me, want a I ghost do. experience, but I don't think I've earned it. <laughs> you know, I'm oh too God. like literal. Yeah. Well, that's all right too. I mean, I learn a lot from you because you're like that. Well, I want a ghost. <laughs> well, okay. We'll get... do that as our listener segment. We'll okay. have you guys write in and like, and if you're a ghost visit her tonight, would you, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, for sure. How would a ghost be watching a YouTube I video? Mean, the, they're everywhere, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they have computers. No, I mean like here. They're probably yeah, yeah. in the room with us right now. Oh, okay, okay. There you go. I was talking to our viewers. If you're a ghost, send us a message. You're not do a you ghost. Ver- <laughs> Anyways, Silly. that was a good episode. I really actually do. I hope, I yeah. I hope you guys learned something as- about yourself. Yeah. And us. related a bit. Empathy for us. Why we don't ever have stories or reels. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Empty for me. Oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. Thank you. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Subscribe, hit the like button, all that kind of stuff. Bitches, bye. Five five stars. Five stars only. Bye. Follow us on YouTube at Too Long Didn't Listen. Follow us on Instagram at Too Long Didn't Listen Pod. And follow us on TikTok at Too Long Didn't Listen Pod. Please make sure to like and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you are listening to this podcast. Thank you to our producer, Ilya. Thank you for our artwork, Morgan. And thank you for the music, Kai Music. You better listen, bitch.